All right, so today we have Jennifer Spenis with us. She's the Vice President of Neuroengineering. Uh, they are a water wastewater company based out of the Minneapolis area. Um, she has presented at several technical conferences, so she's an expert in her field. And one of the cool things about Nero is that they work from home. So this allows her to, uh, I mean, we're all working from home now, but they have always been working from home. So allows her the flexibility with kids and family and kind of balancing all of that. So with that, thanks for joining us today, Jen. And uh, I guess maybe if you could give us a little background as to, um, you know, growing up and what's your backstory. Um, disclaimer, you're also my sister-in-law. So <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of this stuff, but uh, just your backstory and kind of what got you engaged and excited about engineering. Um, and just, yeah, I guess if you could kind of start with your background. Okay. Um, I grew up in a small town in western Minnesota, about 3,000 people, and um, my parents had a, my, my dad installed septic systems and had an excavation business growing up, and my mom is a part-time nurse, and we would, um, so we lived on like an acreage right outside of town, and um, I have a brother who's 12 years older than I am and a sister who's seven years older. So in a way, I was kind of like an only child because we were all at different stages of our, our lives. But, you know, one of the things that um, I did a lot as a kid is we, I would just go with my parents when they had to work. So I was on job sites with my dad and he also with... Um, his excavation equipment and stuff would dig and cover graves. So I spent a lot of time in cemeteries, which is kind of weird. My friends that would come with us always thought it was kind of weird, but it was just, you know, what we did. And I was just with them and um, my parents were very hardworking. And so, but I had a lot of freedom and it was nice having that acreage, um, to grow up on where I had freedom to explore and run and there was always dirt piles around and um, I had a ton of kittens to play with and just felt like I, or, you know, I had a really good childhood. And um, then I had like my, my best friend grew up next door. So, you know, just a lot of positive experiences growing up in a small town and yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So with your dad having the excavation business, um, did that, like, did that ever spark anything? Because because there's a tie there, like an, an excavation business and water wastewater, like that's step one in construction for water wastewater. Was he ever like installing pipe or um, I guess when and what, or like what kind of drew you to engineering? So, I mean, there was always, um, yeah, he, so he would design the septic systems. He was a, you know, had a certification to design the septic system. And um, when I got into high school, I would work with like summers with him. And um, 
you know, as a laborer and stuff. And I would say I wasn't um, like, I don't know if I ever thought as a kid or growing up that engineering would be a route I would take, but my dad certainly was um, always encouraging. I would say later when I was trying to make a career choice, he was, he, he encouraged that, but growing up, what my dad would do um, all the time was ask me questions and, and teach me like he just loves to teach. And so, you know, a bug would smash on the windshield of our car and he'd ask what kind of bug it was and then would explain how we can tell from the, its remains <laughs> that it was, you know, a certain honeybee or something. And then we, we'd be driving by like some, um, you know, electrical lines and he'd ask, you know, what do you think, what kind of current do you think is going through those? <laughs> and would teach me about all the electrical. Obviously that didn't stick, but um, you know, crops in a field, what kind of crop is it that we're driving by? It, just everything, it was always a learning um, experience with my dad and something that maybe as a kid I didn't fully appreciate, but as an adult I do. And you know, along with his business and stuff, he was always teaching about what, um, you know, what went went behind behind the design of a septic system and things like that. So, okay. yeah, I don't know if that like sparked my interest in engineering. It wasn't until later um, that that came, but but definitely established the structure of the thought process of like how things work. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cool. So, um, as a kid, what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? When I was probably a really young uh, kid, I probably I think I wanted to be a veterinarian just because I loved my kitties. I would always like their pictures of me with just a basket of kittens in my like I don't know if it's like right to do, but like I'd put them in the basket of my bike, <laughs> and then I just like every picture I had, I just had kittens all around me, and I I love my um, you know growing up on having that uh, acreage and having cats, it was just so fun to have those animals. Um, but as I got older, um, like in high school, I wanted to be a French horn player. Okay. Uh, Which you were, I mean, like, I know a little bit of your backstory, right? So, but like, you were, you were a very good French horn player because you played in college as well, right? Yeah, yep. But like, I really loved it. It was, um, I mean, and I love it. I still love it. And in ninth grade, I kind of, I think that's when maybe you start getting the questions of, well, start thinking about your future and stuff. And that's what I thought I maybe want to do. And my dad, um, said, that's fine. You, um, I think you can do it, but you should know it's really competitive you probably should drop some of your other activities and focus more on practicing, you know, many hours a day, because it's just a, you know, kind of a hard career to go forward with. And I was like, well, I don't really want to drop my other activities because I really enjoy doing a lot of things. So 
it's not that I let that dream go, but I think he always was good at, you know, making it realistic. Like maybe that's not a realistic or, or maybe it would have been if I were more um, passionate about it. But I think hearing what has to happen to be able to do a career like that, maybe think I'd rather have this as a hobby than as a, you know, career. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so those were the two I remember, two careers I remember wanting to go into. Okay. So when, when did you decide civil engineering then? So when I was, I don't know, whenever we have to choose a major in college, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> Okay. But, <laughs> <my blanket> too. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I knew I liked science and math like I always really enjoyed science and math classes and um, my dad of course was I realized as I'm talking <laughs> how much my dad has influenced my life but um, he kind of just went through all the different disciplines of engineering and encouraged, um, you know, just encouraged me to consider that as a career path because he thought it was, would be a good career. And I think he, you know, he really enjoys engineering too. So um, he was a, he got his degree in agricultural engineering. But anyway, he went through like electrical, mechanical, civil, and civil engineering just piqued my interest the most because I like the, um, kind of the, at the time I liked how broad it was and I didn't know for sure what I wanted to do, but I thought it would be a good, you know, broad field to, to go into. And definitely like mechanical and electrical wasn't too interesting to me when he explained it. So anyway, I went to civil, um, went to sort of college. And as I got more into the program, I realized like how much I enjoyed the people I was around. And when I, especially when I got into water, wastewater classes, I just really um, enjoyed the topics and, and found that that was really interesting and so I think it wasn't until I kind of got through my water wastewater classes I felt like this is really what I'm I want to do for a career. That's awesome. So it, like we talked a little bit about the fact that you played French horn um, up until college you still play it today. Um, do you think how do you think that like does that mesh with engineering or has that helped your engineering career at all you think like the fact that using both sides and creativity with um you know the music side of things and then you know the logical side of things with engineering like do you feel like that has helped your engineering career i definitely think there's a connection between music and math and um you know i think it's hard to draw hard lines mm -hmm. of how it's connected but I certainly um, think that having a, 
a wide range of, you know, interests can help in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I think well-roundedness is, um, is not only important, but fulfilling. It's why we wanted to raise our kids in a small town, because I feel like they'll have the opportunities that I had in a small town to be in sports, be in music, be in math team, be in whatever they want to do. And really, you know, get that, um, I guess, well-rounded experience growing up. And I think that can continue. So, um, yeah, I can't draw like direct lines, but I think, I think having um, different interests and stuff is probably is probably good and helps me to be a better engineer. Sure, sure. So, what <laughs> one unexpected hobby be that you have? Um, I am a modern dancer, <laughs> so I, I grew up doing uh, lyrical ballet and jazz, and then in college I was part of a studio and got more into like modern contemporary dancing. And it's just, I just love, love, love it so much. Um, and the expression through, through dance, it's, I just, just one of my favorite things to do. And I was lucky to continue when uh, I moved to the cities to be part of a studio or go to classes at, at a studio in Minneapolis where it was really, um, you know, a great experience there too. And I hope to continue someday when things open up again. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's real hard to see from the screen, but like, like you walk with a poise that like, you know, you're just very poised with a straight back and like you can tell that you're a dancer. Um, <laughs> so that's awesome. And what a great hobby to have. I think it's so important to have hobbies, so. Okay, so for your career, like switching back to that, what has been one thing, like one risk that you have had to take to get where you are now? Um, I don't, I don't even know if it was a big risk, but um, I started out working at a company near Sioux Falls and they were, it was a great company. Uh, I have a lot of respect for for them and uh, what they do and I loved working there but um, I had an opportunity up in the cities and originally right after and by the cities Minneapolis St. Paul um, originally right after going to college at SDSU um, Aaron my husband then my boyfriend fiance we had thought we wanted to move out to the cities, but it was uh, during the recession, so no one was hiring out here and stuff. So anyway, I was lucky enough to get this job opportunity down near Sioux Falls, but then about a year and a half later, kind of out of the blue, got a um, message from uh, an engineer at TKDA, and 
they were looking for a, a wastewater engineer and we had, I kind of always have the um, viewpoint that it doesn't hurt to just talk and listen and see where it goes. So I didn't really expect uh, the conversation to really go anywhere, but we had a, had, had a talk and really, um, it was just really good. He was, seemed like a very technical and smart engineer and they had a lot of exciting projects coming up that I thought I could get, um, you know, some good, good experience, the type of, type of experience that I wanted. I'm really interested in the treatment, like process of uh, wastewater. So they had some exciting opportunities or projects that they needed help with. And we just really, um, you know, it just felt like I, I could learn a lot from this person. And so even though I just signed a lease on an apartment, a year lease, this was like only a couple months after I signed that. Um, it just seemed like too good of a, an opportunity to pass up. So Aaron, my husband moved with me. We moved up to the cities. We lived in an apartment in downtown St. Paul. And um, yeah, I worked at that job for three years or so and gained you know, a lot of experience. Um, and from there is what led me to what I'm doing now. So I think it, you know, I never would have expected to have, to be doing what I'm doing now. Um, but was lucky enough to get there through following that opportunity, I guess. So as people that <laughs> I think both of us are kind of this way, like you have a plan and you're going to stick to it, right? Like this is the goal, we're going to stick to it. But instead of doing that with like the, your job that you had um, in South, or I guess it was in Iowa, right? Um, yeah. Yep. You had an opportunity and you you went for it, right? So awesome. yeah, I've always, I don't know. I, I think you, I think everyone has gut feelings and you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta go with them. So yeah just feeling and he turned out to be just you know one of the best mentors I had um it was a bit of a short shorter mentorship than maybe I had thought when I moved out here but it was still I learned so much um, mm -hmm. at that job so that's awesome so what would you say you're passionate about like what would be something that you're passionate about? This is a tough one. <laughs> I, think, um, I think probably raising my kids to be, um, you know, open-minded, critical thinkers. I, I want to do, you know, what my dad did and try to teach him as much as I can of just, you know, the surroundings, things around us, and then <clears throat> encourage them to explore different perspectives and, and uh, you know, recognize fact from opinion, all those things. And, and secondly, 
from my mom because I haven't talked much about her, but she um, is just one of the kindest person people you would ever meet and um, teaching teaching them the importance of kindness and how how much that can just be a reward for yourself when you're kind to everyone else. It's just, um, that's, that's my main goals in life is to teach, teach them those things. And that's awesome. And I, I, I see it in you. I see both your mom and your dad, cause I have the privilege of knowing them a little bit too, but I see your dad's critical thinking and hardworking and just, you know, the, how it works side, but then also your mom, she's also a very hard worker and just her kindness and compassion and empathy for other people. And I see that in you, in your work. And I also see it with the kids. So you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm just something funny. That's all a joke. <laughs> um, okay. On to the next question. Um, okay. So what, or who is someone that inspires you? You've talked a lot about your dad, but um, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty, pretty easy to guess. Uh, but yeah. The, really all my family, like all my close love, loved ones. Um, like we said, my my dad is just so interested and always working on, um, you know, wanting to learn, wanting to be educated. And that's so important for, you know, that's something he wanted to instill in us and I think was successful with all of us. Um, and really that came from my grandma. His mother is just a very big advocate for education. So, um, then my mom is just the selfless, kind, uh, caring, just wonderful um, person that she is, is so inspiring. She always, like, she has such an ability to make everyone feel important. And it's like something I recognized growing up, just going to a store and how the clerk, like, would just respond to her was just great, you know awesome and then my sister is so hardworking and relentless with her determination she's just great and my brother is so creative and funny and just artistic he's just um you know there's so many pieces of all of them that I just have uh, admired my whole life and then I married just the best, um, most supportive, down-to-earth, curious, you know, person who couldn't be a better partner and his family. Like, I just feel so lucky and inspired by his parents and you. And um, yeah, so, but you know, maybe most importantly, my children are just they probably give me the biggest inspiration day to day of um you know wanting to aim higher for everything and and be the best i can be for them so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it's cool like you're naming off your family members and stuff and just 
like it, I think all of us are so much bigger than like one or two characteristics. Like I see there are certain things that you learn, you know, being the youngest of three, like there's certain things that you learned from your parents and from your older siblings. And I see pieces that, like bits and pieces of all of them in you. And I think that's so cool and so cool that just people in general are so much more than you know one or two characteristics like they're just so much more diverse than that but I do mm -hmm. see those things that you named off I see so many of those things in you too and I'm sure it comes from them so yeah. all right well thanks for joining us today <laughs> we'll sign up as you can see like engineers can be emotional probably too much <laughs> yes and artistic <laughs> yeah Oh, that's funny.